Alright, so should we just move right along to the agenda? I guess. I have I have an informal agenda set up. Okay. Uh first order of business. Not being order not being able to order in lunch. Thoughts, opinions? I did not know that was a rule. Is that it was a rule. Josh, you have any time I have to pick up my lunch that I order? Yes, uh I'll I'll clarify. Recently instated the school will not allow students to um order in food on campus. Which it which um entails that a lot of students are going off campus just to purchase their delivery. Just totally stupid and a complete waste of time because we're ordering the food anyways. Exactly. exactly. Us for no we're reason. Jewish. We're taught to cut around the law when we need to. Seriously, okay? J just okay, just today I ordered sushi, okay? I instead of just you go to Starbucks? Uh, no, we didn't go to Starbucks. It appeared this time in the front of the school, okay? <laughs> Instead of, okay, they allowed him to Sidewalk go... Sidewalk is public. They allowed him to go in front of the school, but not inside the school. It doesn't make a, a difference, okay? The problem is that the school made a contract with the caterer that they would um, in ensure that their business would be solid within the school, so they don't want food being ordered in. The yeah. only problem I have with this is that this, this contract is with the caterer, and they're forcing that onto the students. I don't recall ever signing a form about that uh, earlier in the year, and I feel like this should only apply to students who are part of the lunch program. Mm. So that's my opinion, is that I, I don't care if this rule exists as long as it only applies to those on the program who actually give their money to this uh, lunch program. Mm. Yeah, but one problem with the food, okay, the catering, it's, it's decent. It's not good as it was before, you know? When we had Pizza World cater, the food was actually pretty good, and it's actually reasonably priced. Okay, no, 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 Pizza World is disgusting. I don't know why no one else sees that. I don't like any... He was decent. He was decent, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with Pizza decent. World. But I miss that last year the Fruit Man would come until that same old contract that we have right now came about. Pizza World literally had... I'd love to have the Fruit Man... I would love I mean, to have I come and just get a bag of fruit for lunch. Okay. One, one of the thriving things about the economy of our country, capitalism, is competition. You're ruining competition and ruining the education for all these students about how the real world works yeah, but I don't by think, taking away the think, fruit man. Yeah, but one problem, I don't think the fruit man was legal, so he doesn't pay taxes. So. Who the fuck cares if he's <laughs> legal or not? Have you seen our janitorial staff? Yeah, but they don't pay taxes. You have to be a citizen to yeah, pay no taxes. shit, they don't pay taxes. Oh my All god, right. you're taking this conversation next way Next order out of, of business. When it gets it too bad, joke. I'm just going to say next order of business. Next order of business is swap, oh, back. swap and advisory. How often we have them as well. Yeah, I, on and let, Wait, wait, David, David, let's let David Laurel speak now that he's decided to wander back into the chat. And, and he's gone. And he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's gone. <laughs> so, uh... Swap and and uh, what did you say? Uh, advisory. Yeah. yeah. So swap, I have to say, uh, is seriously a waste of time because, uh, for one, they say that it's supposed to help give us more time to do work and and talk with our teachers, but it's only once every two weeks, and I don't see how that small window of time could actually be helpful for us I when between agree. one 
uh, swap in the next. We have plenty of time to converse with our teachers and discuss things we and need to And one problem, or... even, if we, even if we don't want to converse with our teachers, okay, it should act like a free period and we should be able to do whatever we want, okay, not sanction us in one little tiny the room. The problem, David, is well, that swap is a designated period. It's not a free period. It, you actually have something you need to do, which is why they say yeah, but if for you have no meetings with teachers, then it's a uh, study hall period in I'm, which you have to do homework. I'm, I'm going to address what David Laurel just said in the chat. Josh, I, I would like you to speak. I'm sorry that people are speaking over you. I was trying to give you a window there. No, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I personally feel like I like what SWAP is. I like what they're trying to do. Yes. I just feel like if they did it twice a week even, it would yeah. be fine. It's once every or two once weeks. a week even, but once every two weeks is pointless. No, but you know what? Make it more productive. Maybe if we're able to arrange meetings for our teachers online, thing to make it more productive. Yeah. Actually, I don't, how would they do that via Edline? Oh uh, yeah, via Edline. Yeah. That could email e email your teacher what time slot what's available what's available and just how much time you spend with her because as as opposed to just everyone going last second and searching for their teacher, you know. Right, right. Um, okay, so I think we're all in agreement that um, having only about 14 or so uh, swap and advisory mission, uh, meetings, missions, meetings this year is not cutting it. So I, guess I mean, advisory, I don't know. Advisory is okay, but having it once every two weeks leaves a large gap. Yeah. Uh, and when we have advisory, it feels very disconnected, and it's kind of awkward to have mm -hmm. advisory once every and two you weeks. Guys realize, yeah. including with the vacation and coming back from vacation, we've essentially missed ad advisory for three weeks, essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, and right are... now we're having this whole holiday, holiday breakup going on in our schedule, but yeah. that, that'll eventually cut off as we get into the uh, bigger bulk of the year. But mm -hmm. my main problem is that these things are so so separated, and... I guess uh, that's probably an effect of the uh, of this new schedule that we have that really breaks apart our uh, our schedules and almost everybody's schedule is is different and unique in some way. So I guess it makes it pretty troubling. Um, and yeah, and when we miss where they should insert these advisories and stuff. I feel like mm -hmm. I feel like they should either take out uh, both advisory and swap. Or make it more often. If they're going to take it out, either make it a free period or make both those days end early. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like we should have those at all if this is going to be how it is. These are all good thoughts and ideas, but I think we should move on to the next order of business. Um, this isn't on the agenda, but I feel we might as well bring this up uh, about. What are our opinions on Town Hall so far? Uh, uh, I'd, like, I'd like to start this off by personally thinking that having the option to choose our town hall topic for debate is brilliant, and they should uh, input that more often, say, like, every other town hall. That's just my opinion. No, but uh, I feel like the town hall over the years, at least uh, with us being freshmen, I feel like it just stagnated gradually, you know? I was really pissed off about last town hall, though. They had so many, like, really amazing topics, and the one topic that wasn't good was the marijuana one. A uh, guy that's who's calling me right now. Yeah, Jan's trying to call me, so I'm actually going to block him because he's disturbing Why don't you just us. add him to the call? We need more no, the Autobots. We don't need, we, we, the Autobots are troublesome. Moving on to what we were talking about. <laughs> Seriously, let's segue back into what we were actually talking about for once. Let's, let's stay on topic. Okay, so, uh, well, 
I think Town Hall is, is yeah, I like I liked the fact that they ha- had us vote for the subject, but I believe that we should have that every Town Hall. But my issue is the fact that they had so many topics to choose from, I and it made it really more. bothersome, and most people didn't even end up voting. Mm-hmm. I think they should dumb it down to three to five yes. topics maximum. And they shouldn't use so many videos to prove the uh, point or make the points or actually even start the argument. That wasted a lot of time from Town Hall when they could have explained it in simple no, and And plus when they showed that video from Pineapple Express, it kind of killed the serious oh, mood. Oh, yeah. Berkey, Berkey was totally right. Completely belittled yeah. the entire argument. Yeah, completely denigrated it. I agree. It defecated on the stage. Yeah, I, I have a, I, I have a serious issue with how they depicted marijuana because obviously there was a massive bias against marijuana. Yeah. And really, as Buckley very clearly and and rightfully stated, m- most people have no idea what what marijuana's effects are. Very true. Um, and there has been research done. It's just nobody's looked into that research, and a and lot of people make assumptions based on societal views. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and how is it? How okay? How is marijuana a viable solution for OCD? I don't think that was ever explained. I think that entire video is just stupid. Um, for OCD or for ADD, that, it just seemed okay. like it seemed like it was the parents wanting their kids to smoke pot for. Mm-hmm. It didn't seem like any reason. All right. Uh, since we're on a general agreement on the consensus of that, uh, let's let's name some town hall topics we'd actually like to see in the future. That could make it a little more controversial. Anyone have a town hall to- topic? Yeah, town hall I don't topic they'd like the, to see. The, nece- oh, the necessity no, for was... controversial topics. It just I, should no, be I, I think topic. it'd be much more nice if we weren't for... all agreeing all the time. No, so you know I'm just trying to do? spice it up a little bit. You know, it doesn't have do? to be controversial for everyone to agree. Uh, for everyone to disagree. No, you know, it's true, do? but still, I like it that way. David, you may speak. Okay, I don't think many people would vote for this idea, but this would make a really interesting town hall. We we put up a really controversial topic, and we just pick one conservative, one liberal to duke it out. Oh, you want to do the popcorn I, thing that they tried to implement a, uh, two years ago or last, you know, uh, last year? No, we do it two it, years no, ago with Toby. Josh how, Josh, how entertaining would that be? Conservative, liberal fight, and we just pick two at random. That would be amazing. Do you remember when they had that two years ago with Toby Byrne? They they had liberal conservative fight. Well, they had, like, a popcorning and people volunteering to start off the uh, debate with, like, a one-on-one argument. No, I, but I we think, keep... I think that was Toby, yeah. You, got, you guys all remember Maya Roseman, right? Yes. Yes, imagine her, we put her up... We put, okay, we Against put, you? Oh, boy. The waterworks. Uh, uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be waterworks for her, though. I think I might... Uh, I think I might bring her the tears, though. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Moving well, on. Well, I think, I think a good topic would be teen pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We're not you. Uh, you have to take that. Well, uh, go, go I, I into only say that. I only say that not because there might be someone in our school who's a slut, but because <laughs> I feel that teen pregnancy is either an under is either uh, grossly underrated or grossly overrated, and no, I think that people should get a better general understanding of teen pregnancy and how it's affecting society MTV. today. No, and speaking of teen pregnancy, really... you, could just be, you could just veer off on the topic of abortions. Uh, sorry, Goldmark, cut you off. Yeah, Fine, you no. Um, MTV kind of like makes it teen pregnancy, teen pregnancy seem like it's fine with 16 pregnant all those shows. Yeah. yeah. It's a much bigger deal than they make it seem. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in the shows themselves, there are some pretty depressing moments and things like that. But uh, the problem they're, is that they're, that they're publicizing it as if it's accepted by society. And that's the problem. And that Same with like, like getting a misunderstanding or, about it now. Or Skins or any of those shows. They're all glorifying whatever's going on on the screen. What is Skins? I heard about it. It's pretty much like teens having sex and doing drugs. 
Sounds like my kind of show. Um, what I'd like to talk about, um, the, the, before you before you knock this uh, out of the out of the water uh, immediately, this is this actually became a Supreme Court issue at one point. Um, this has to do with the ESRB, the way they rate video games, and the way the media and violence in the media and sex in the media affect the youth of today. Is that what this topic is now? I I, I, I that's a, been a Supreme Court topic for several years now. Uh, Featuring GTA 4 in his prime and whatnot. Uh, I personally think the biggest menace to the youth in uh, today's society is Spongebob. Just just my opinion. Is that supposed okay. to be a joke? I, no, no, I seriously think... Because honestly, if you look at the Sponge, Spongebob today, you don't know how popular that show is in its fan base, okay? It's little children. They're watching it. It's Spongebob. Okay, it just completely deteriorated. And it's uh, just completely moronic now. Mm-hmm. For example, I have a little cousin. All he does is just quote SpongeBob over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like that when I was eight. None of us were. Yeah, yeah. I I feel some violent video games like Grand Theft Auto or uh, Call of Duty. I feel like it's a really good way to actually alleviate stress yeah. when you're like shooting people. I I don't feel that it has any negative side effects really. I must agree. Um, when I first yeah, started, when I first. People- my, my personal hatred of COD is just how when people play it's Nintendo. We're not critiquing the game specifically. <laughs> Alright, uh, when I first started playing video games, my parents were a little concerned about me. I started with, like, Super Smash Brothers 64. I was all up in that shit on the retro consoles, uh, even though I never had an NES or SNES. Anyways, they well, were constantly concerned about me adopting violent behaviors because of uh, stuff you, uh, you might have heard in the news at the time about people playing Halo 1 that were beating up kids at school or slitting each other's throats while they were sleeping. My parents were constantly in worry about that, and I turned out fine. No, I well, don't I know think... a single kid who grew up with a violent game that actually became violent for that reason. Now, Paul, you got the story wrong. It was a kid who murdered his parents because they confiscated his Xbox. and then uh, There have her... been many stories. I've heard that one also, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Uh, if... If no one has anything else to talk about, um, David thought that we should talk about extracurriculars that we're doing and uh, how they're going. I don't think that's much. And then he said something about bashing Mr. Soros or Soros. Yeah, there's been a lot of commotion. Goldner, do you have them or no? Um, personally, I, I personally I think those are a little uh, too bash worthy. But I will leave yeah. the rest. I will leave the rest of the agenda blank, and anyone can throw out a topic if they please right now. As they please right now. Yep. Mm. It's it's complete freedom right now. Hmm. Okay, what would you say? Any rants? Uh, any anything bad happened this week that you want to rant about? Yes. Oh, me? Yes. Like uh, like Josh- like Peter Griffin when he's like, you know, what really grinds my gears. Let, let's do something like that. Yes. We'll call this. We'll call this the grinds my gears session. Here, Josh. Okay. I got something this week. Go. I got one. You know what really grinds my gears is um, I feel like the entire schedule or a lot of the schedule was meant to alleviate stress by. Uh, having ho- the same amount of homework, but having two nights to finish it. Mm-hmm. I feel like a few specific teachers who I'd rather not mention have been giving double homework, so you're literally doing the exact same amount every night, and it's, the schedule really has done nothing to help that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. You, you say that they give you double the homework, but you still only have the teacher off days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but sometimes Benny. you won't even have them for two days straight. Yeah, but Benny, take this into account. When we miss one day of the schedule, we miss an hour of class, and then the teacher feels compelled 
to double the workload just so we could catch up. That's one fly I see in the schedule. That's very true, but... I've yet to experience that in any classes yet. Although, so, I, I, mu I must say... All my teachers seem to be going at pace. Mm -hmm. Although, I must say that I don't think it's completely unfair that they're asserting the right to give double homework when you have double the amount of time to do it. In fact, I think they're trying to adjust to the new schedule, especially since they have... Um, hour-long classes, like uh, David mentioned, as opposed to 45-minute ones. So when you think about it, actually, they're giving you less homework than you truly deserve. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think right now the schedule in terms of uh, workload is great. The workload is incredibly reduced for me. It's it's easy for me to keep up. I mean, me personally, I have no extra classes. So yeah, I, I was about to say, this opinion was brought to you by the Fellowship of Students who have no APs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a lot of free time to catch up. Those with APs, I can understand that they, they have free uh, they have no free periods, pretty much. I have no um, lunch. Three, and I almost starved myself time. today. That's that's another thing, uh, just to quickly add yeah, on to the done swap. Right shit in that sense. It does not do anything for lunch periods. It is, yeah. That's another reason why it's entirely pointless. Exactly. It's, it's um, just, and, to, and to get back to this it's conversation. It's like a false sense of hope, but yeah, go on. My rant for today is our new teacher, Mr. Cerise. Go uh, on. I don't have him, so I'd like to hear everything. Is an incredibly difficult teacher to deal with. In class today, we were discussing homework that we had, mm -hmm. um, and uh, he gave us a quiz, a pop quiz, the second one we've had so far. Okay. Um, and of course, everyone complained because they were like, "Oh, but we didn't, you didn't teach us this in class." And of course, he did, but nobody listened, mm -hmm. uh, or the people who did didn't understand, or the people who uh, weren't listening, they were just talking. Um, or messing with him, uh, and it's it just, it, it's pretty harsh in his classes. Students and him are to blame for the class being totally unsuccessful and ineffective, because his, mm -hmm. his teaching method is not only slow, but beyond exaggerated, because when he tries to describe something to you, he goes in the most outlandish route possible of explaining that, and it's, he it's terrible. He's the one with the glasses? Yeah. He's the He's one with the massive aviator glasses. The, the kind of older guy? Yeah. Kind of older. You want to hear something pretty cool? We actually have two serial killer lookalikes in that teach in that room. Okay, <laughs> Dr. Smallwood, Dexter, Doc, Mr. Cerace, Jigsaw. Well, he just looks like any serial killer in general. True. But on the topic of Cerace, something BS happened today in class. We lectured. He lectured us 30 minutes on one problem just to find out at the end of class that he was teaching what he was teaching us wasn't correct. And we'll, we'll yeah, both. that happens to us about every day. It takes us a whole hour to go through. No, uh, and the our funny thing is, when he was teaching us, finish. I learned previously in my in pre-calc. So most, the majority of my class knew what he was trying to do, but and we were constantly correcting him and uh, contradicting his answer. But uh, he, he didn't take that into account until the end of class, until he realized he was wrong. Yeah, um, I mean, I I don't know what what his story is, but I I think I'll end up going to Danovich about this because I don't want to have to learn under this for a year. Because at first I thought. Uh, hey, you know, this might be an easy class for me because of how slow it's going. But in, as a matter of fact, it's the complete opposite. It's become incredibly difficult because he is still grading us on his standards, and we are at a at a disadvantage, and we're Benny, not. Mm, Benny, you kind of compare that to the situation on Mrs. Frankel last year. Fairly, yes, you could. Um, um, hmm. I I just had this idea that I might want to share with this podcast. Um. I think I think that this idea shouldn't just be limited to me and my leadership and anyone I so choose to uh, so choose to invite uh, on Skype. I think this pod podcast should be a general idea that any Shalavet student should emulate. 
uh, just to vent your opinions about the school. Um, I'll leave uh, in a link in some sort of description wherever this video is, uh, this this um, MP3 file is placed on where to download the program to record a Skype call. Gather some Shalavit students, voice your opinions. We all want to hear it. Yes. Sound good? Sound yeah. good. Yeah. Yep. I, I think every every student should do this. It's, it's a great way to get something off your chest, especially since we all have something to say about the school. Whether or not we raise our hand in town hall, we all have something to say. True. And one thing about Town Hall, I really hate how it's dominated by the people on the debate team. It, re it really bothers me. I don't believe that entirely. I think the freshmen and sophomores are becoming more and more involved as the years go on. I disagree. I think the freshmen are doing great. I think the sophomores are still speaking less. Yeah, the, the sophomores could step up their game, but they're still better compared to last year's. They're better than the juniors. Years ago and whatnot. That's true. <laughs> Uh, no one from our... I'm very impressed with the freshmen. The, yeah, the seniors have the smallest um, uh, participation. Yeah. I, I must say, it's, it's, it's a Daniel Schwartz one-man show for the senior class. Yeah, but last year the seniors participated a lot, though. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we had, like, Justin Brent Serif, uh, um, David no, Fletcher, Josh Mizell. Adam Roca. I'm not Adam Roca. Uh, David, David Roca. I never enjoyed Josh Mizell's commentary in town I, I, I like the occasional every Israel time he, news because I don't know Every time he put up something in town hall, he related it to God, and it just really frustrated me. Well, <laughs> you always have to have that external opinion. If I mean, without if him, without him, demands, just get it from the If tablets. the subject demands it, but he literally somehow includes God in the most well, random subject I mean, ever. I mean, have you seen the guy? You, you got to cut him some slack. I mean... Benny, it's like one act and do that what they want. Yeah, I, it's yeah. Do. David, are you bashing the one acts? Maybe. You really want to segue that as yeah, the next topic? Yeah, let's do one acts. Are the one Paul? You're in drama. You think the one acts are really better than they were last year? Uh, definitely. Because the one acts this year, um, I overheard that it's going to be more like literally one act, as in it's going to be one play. Um. Uh, uh comprised of every student writer that chooses to uh, collaborate together. How come we Which can either be a total bomb or something pretty amazing, because it could have every theme that One Axe have had before, uh, such as comedy, romantic comedy, drama, uh, suspense, just about anything. Yeah, but Paul, you know what you Wait, should Paul. guys do for One Axe? You guys should implement a musical number. Uh, uh, what, like Book of Mormon? Yeah, we should. We actually might get laughs for a first Yeah, we, we could have like a book, book of Nevi'im or something. Paul, what do you think of uh, me and David's one act idea? Oh, Doctor Horrible. Yeah. Run it by Chase. See what happens. That's what David's doing. We'll see what happens. Oh well, David can get anything done and drunk. Yeah. Everyone loves. Get an adipose. Just get an adipose toy and just throw it at Mrs. Chase. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I love those adipose uh, adipose toys. I want to get an adipose dress toy. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> anyone else have a topic? Seems Dinosaur. this is running down to an end. Okay, a topic. Let's see. Uh, anything that grinds your gears as well. We don't have to limit it to one thing that grinds so your gears. So far, nothing has really pissed me off. Let's talk about grade grubber. Actually, no. Let's grade not. grubbers? No. Yes. That's gonna let's get into talk about grade grubbers. <laughs> Josh, you down? I have a serious problem. All right, wait, wait. Benny, 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 Benny. Before you begin, Josh uh, needs a little explanation on what a grade grubber is. Who would like to volunteer? A grade grubber is a kenning for... <laughs> Somebody who hoards grades and will do whatever it takes, including murder, to in order to achieve an A or higher in their class or specific assignment. And more specifically, that includes blowing their teachers. <laughs> uh, it's all consensual. 
Yeah. Oh, you may think so. Yeah, yeah, and uh, involves selling their bodies, but that's a different note. <laughs> that's oh. nothing of this shall have a uh, community, though, isn't it? That, that's a public school, right? Oh, and, 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 oh, and a B-plus is worthy of suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they will cry and they will shit themselves when they cannot achieve the goal yes, of perfection. Yes, and more, exist. more specifically to the grade grubbers we face, I shall have it specifically in 11th grade, there are many that will do anything. Anything to get out of a homework assignment or anything uh, involved in actually getting off their asses and doing some work in class. That actually brings me to a better, more solid topic that we could discuss. Go on, then. Uh, do it. Uh, that would be discipline in, in the class. And yes. And teachers use their teaching method. So my question basically Holy. is, what is your opinion on how teachers discipline the class? How do you think teachers should teach a class? And you need to speak th about this objectively and not as a student. I mean, generally, as if you were the teacher. All right. Uh, yeah, but we so be fair about this. Don't say the teacher should not give homework. And but, all we could, but we but we can use specific examples as uh, reference, like on a spectrum yeah. of Tully Skase to Doctor Yus in control <laughs> of your classroom. No, but Tully's okay, probably I... much more prevalent last year. Right, yeah, but this I year agree. he can't even get a point across either. So he ne he needs to be trained a little. His class, his class got better. I think he was trained over the summer. I yeah, I, I heard. I heard uh, Weissman came up and like bitch slapped him a little bit or something. Did he? Yeah, I don't know. He he got complaints, so something yeah, must uh, have happened if he's still working. And remember that? Remember that lady who just randomly sit in our classes last year? Uh, yes. yes. I believe she was an advisor, wasn't she? I'm not sure. No. She might have been uh, an evaluator from the board. Evaluator. Yeah, that's this what year. Evaluator. This year, um. I feel like all the teachers have been doing a fairly good job. Last year, specific teachers, including Skaced, could not oh, which at all Skaced? control which the Skaced? class. Um, well, mainly Thule, but Yeah, Ruthie, Ruthie has a somewhat okay uh, control of her classroom compared to Tully. Yeah. But I think the perfect balance, uh, as far as what I've seen, uh, Sean Kangataran has mastered it. No, I say Yoss has mastered it. There's mutual respect. That's not true. That's true. true. But even even though Yoss could be a total... Uh, douche at times? Douche at times. Belittle you. Make you feel like crap. Yeah. Still, Kate, about, still concerned about your grades, though. And, what about day. Mrs. Sunshine? Um, Don't get on her bad side. You'll be fine. Yeah. That's what I feel. She, she can get right down to business. But Sean, I think, uh, in, in my opinion of him being the most balanced, he jokes around a ton in our class. But he knows when to just start, get cracking, get right back down to work. He, he knows how to control a classroom and still have fun. And that's a science class, so kudos. Yeah. <laughs> um, Not to mention a science class almost entirely based on memorization of big terms. So. I have a serious problem, though, with, with this, this with constant what? lack of discipline when it comes to teachers. Because every year, Name there's got to be one teacher who just somehow doesn't allow the class to progress yeah and uh mr serace is an example of that in our class his teaching method uh, some teachers do do this and sometimes it works but most of the time it doesn't where uh his method is that if two if students are doing something wrong rather than publicly penalizing them he'll allow them to make their mess and then put it on their report so that the next day they can panic and cry out when they see that their grades are suddenly lowered and they don't know why I like that kind of teacher. Great I got he'll let you make your mistakes, and he'll watch from the sidelines. Now, I have a serious problem with that teaching method, because as a teacher, it may feel good to punish so a student like a in a way like that. Huh? So he's more like a supervisor? 
and a teacher. The way you put it, watching on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could. He treats it, teaching like a spectator sport. Yeah, the thing is, you're not supposed to give the students leeway to do badly in the class. You have to mm-hmm. discipline them. It, it's it's kind of exhausting, but as a teacher, it's your obligation. So mm-hmm. uh, I believe that the ideal teacher should be very disciplinary, but in the sense that he'll give you topics or he'll apply the, the topic that you're learning about uh, to you in a way that would catch your interest or uh, give you reason to be interested rather than uh, punishing you for not listening or something like that. It should be a subject that everybody would be very in tune to. Or you could teach like Dr. Yas where he makes it very clear how important your grade is depending on what you do in the class. So all those grade grubbers, which you know already takes care of a fraction of the class, mm-hmm. will immediately pay attention. Those who don't want to pay attention as much, he can pick on them separately until they get the picture. And you just sort of pick everything off, and it's just one after the other until your whole class is uh, steady and focused on the subject, and they mm-hmm. get everything out of it that they can. Mm-hmm. So, you know which class I feel that both the students and teacher have teachers have no, the teacher have mutual respect in Mr. Feld's class. Pretty underrated. Yeah, yeah, I I actually sure. like Mr. Feld's class. Mr. I, Feld's I very class much is, a, is a good class. He's a good teacher. I expected him to be very boring, but his lectures are actually interesting. Completely agree. And it's very interactive, so everyone is involved whether they like it or not, and I like that. And plus he's approachable. Even after class, you want to just joke around with him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've asked the guy for a ride home. He's awesome. Um, uh, Josh, uh, would you like to speak a little more? I'm not, I'm not hearing a lot of you. I just feel kind of bad. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like there's been a lot of uh, issues didn't y'all with this, off this at least for me. Josh, didn't y'all piss you off this week? Ooh. It's not that he pissed me off. Ooh, I, I sense a rant. Come on, let's hear okay. it, let's hear it, Ben. I just do not like his tests at all. I feel... Go on, go on, complain. complain I feel like they're based... <laughs> okay, geez. Stop fueling him, but I, I do enjoy it. Go on. I feel like they're based on um, not knowing the material, but knowing literally every single word in the textbook. He will switch words around or make it something east and change it to west, and if you didn't catch it on... Reading it through, you'll get it wrong, and I don't feel his tests are based on, at all, like, knowing what is going on or what the concepts are. It's completely about knowing the exact wording he'd like you to know. At least that's I, how I, I partially agree with you. He does, he, I agree. The outlines, I personally find pointless. I did pretty well in the class, and I just memorized the book. I think the best method to do study for his test is just read the questions carefully, but make sure you go into the test with your book memorized. That's the only uh, bad thing. See, I, I don't, I don't like, like, like doing that. I, I don't want to memorize the textbook. I would like to know specific points that we need to know, not the every single fact in the entire section. You'll mention that during his lectures. You also have to pay attention to him in class. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's suicide if you don't. Especially okay, well, let's, let's try and stay on topic here because now we're getting off on a Well, it's nice tangent. that we're moving around topics because I do like the ranting, I do like the controversiality, and I do like changing topics. I think we should bring in one news report right because now. I'm just that kind of person. News report? All right, you yeah, want to bring we'll up a current make event a discussion topic? out of it. So I found, I so found you, a report. I have something to rant is, about. Is now. this going to be like the closing uh, argument with Benny? All right, Josh, speak, and then we'll end with what Benny has to say. Yeah, okay. yeah. Have you guys seen the plan for the new school? Uh, you mean the, um, selling part of it? 
They're yeah. selling half the school. Yeah, More. in, in two like thirds. two years? Two in like two years? Yeah, no, in like next year, this summer or oh, something. Oh, really? Yeah, like, they're selling the property, but they're not going to be doing any construction until, in, I don't know, who knows when. I think it's until right after we graduate, Ben. Yeah, but the idea is that the school will renovate the basement with the money they gain from this sale. And the, uh, and possibly, the possibly there. build a second floor. Mm. We'll still have left of the no property. room. It, it, if it's a possibility that we're going to have a second floor, I don't like the possibility. There's still going to well, be so Well, here's the room. thing. If you're worried about there being room, they're limiting the possible student body in the school to about 200. Um, because they want to keep it small. That's the idea. And I actually but agree with that. I don't like big schools. I like small schools. I like to be able to know everybody that's in the school. And it but gives I a way better sense of community. And they were right about that part. Um, 200 kids is growing, though. We have less than that now. Yeah, but he's not. So, they're gonna limit admissions. They're, I know, they're not but they're still allow... making the school smaller and putting more kids in there. It's already right, but up. we're not using all that space. A lot of the basement is not being used right now. After they renovate it, there'll be a lot more access to. Well, my to my one problem with the using the basement is the plumbing runs runs there, okay? And it smells. Well, terrible. another problem is the fact that we're not getting any daylight or windows, so it's a bit of an issue in that department. But you know, whatever. It's. It's a step. I think it'll take a while for them to, if they wanted to, add to the building, which I'm sure they will. The only problem is it's going to take time, and they'll have the money after this after this trade off of. of I still know how we're going to co. I don't know how I don't know how we're going to coexist with the half the building being uh, being under different management. You know, mm -hmm. it might be. It's not going to be changed or altered. It's just at one point they're going to cut off that that part of the building. Then we will just not be. Uh, using that space and they're going to be destroying it and they're going to build a complex there. My issue is uh, safety in terms of when the complex is under construction and how that's going to disrupt classes and whatever else. But I don't see this as a terrible, I don't see this as a terrible thing, but I do believe that Jerry Friedman is pretty upset about this and I'm sure he's very sad with the way this school is uh, uh, going. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's sad that the school is losing its directive of what it's what it was originally meant to be. But, you know, it's... They believe that they should continue moving forward and continue changing. I don't believe that's right. I think there, there needs to be time for adaptation because I've not had a year yet with a break. I'm I'm not able to say, yeah, I'm pretty much well aware of how the school runs when I'm not because every year mm -hmm. it changes. There's new yeah. administration. There's new staff. Yeah. And at the same time, thankfully, it won't be in our way or in any obstacle to us, Benny, because uh, the renovation will probably start sometime at least one or two years after we graduate. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it's like a, a long-term project. Okay, so uh, for our last topic, uh, we're going to go to news because that's what we people do. Oh, let's talk about that survey they made us do an advisory today. I did not do the survey, so I can't really... It was just a survey that's probably going to be used in the boiling point. I don't think it was. Uh, yeah. Too okay. Big. So I didn't. This topic. Didn't this topic it. is a news report. Uh, I'm going to just bring up the news report, and then we can change to a. We can make a discussion out of it. Uh, so the news report is uh, brush fires in San Diego destroying 30 homes. Um, so the topic I want to pull out of this is: What do you guys think would would uh, what would your reaction be if your house burned down in a fire and you lost everything in it? And how do you think? Man, that, you would... that's a pretty hot topic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's... how would how would you, you might deal say it's with reached that? The boiling point. Oh god. 
how would you how would you deal with that and uh what do you think uh uh, the government should do for people who lose their homes and mm. so on. So okay. in terms of sentimental value, you're going to be devastated. But if you have insurance, you'll be fine over my video game. No matter how much insurance <laughs> you have, it takes time for them to give you that money back. They're not going to give it all to you. No, but Benny, it depends. If you go into a private private insurance company, you're definitely going to be insured. This isn't from the government. I feel insured. Kind of... it, I know you'll be insured, but the money you lose, the value you lose, will not be reimbursed to you until a very long time. You, it'll take a while for you to get that money back. No, you'll be reimbursed. A couple you years. Guys, shut up. Uh, you will be. Okay. I feel this is just kind of like obvious. I mean, you would obviously hate it if your house burned down. I don't think there's any positive to that. Yeah. Unless Tell your it. wife was in there and you didn't like her. <laughs> That's true. I can totally, I can totally imagine me escaping a burning building with, like, all my binders of my Pokemon cards in my hands. That's pretty pathetic, actually. Yeah, it is, <laughs> but they're probably valuable. I, yeah, I forget about... your family. Just go for the Pokemon cards. Yeah, think... are you kidding? Those are much more valuable than people. I think that's how O.J. Simpson should have got away with his crime. I think he should just uh, put a cigarette <laughs> on the ground. I think that is a statement to end with. <laughs> um, so... can, I, can I admit one more thing? I uh, sure. The security in this school is absolute shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, security is awesome. Have you noticed <laughs> that during them. Town Hall, the security guard who's out, who's out in front comes in? He's on break. Why is that security guard on break? Yeah, if he goes on break, they're supposed to have someone to cover for him. Do they? I don't know. Yeah, they're called security cameras. <laughs> the security, do you know where the security cameras go? The security cameras go to a little closet in the back of the school. You could creep up along the same wall as a security camera and just put a piece of paper attached to it, and no one will know that you're robbing the school. Yeah, it's it's very, not even it's about it, robbing the let school. Alone, let alone vandalism and, you, other, and other things. Yeah. We need to put more money towards security because we do not have good security at all. Yeah. We need to have snipers on the roof, my opinion. Yes, we do. <laughs> or, Benny, security Benny volunteers his tribute. Yeah, I have I have weapons. I can I can be this. I'll be the uh, school sharpshooter. <laughs> Dude, you'll be the FPS Russia of our school. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, good news is we're gone in a year, so we only need to put up with the school being split for one year. That's really good news. All right. About it. Any any more closing statements before we're done here? Uh, I think we've pretty much done our segment for today. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to work on some sort of outro. Podcast number one. Wait, we should name this podcast. Oh, well, uh, David and I have already settled on a name. Since this is gonna be like the inverse of the boiling point, we're gonna call it below zero. Also because it's on, like, the download, you know? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay, Below Zero. Yeah. The Below Zero podcast. Below Zero. BZ. So, Below Zero number one. Good job, guys.